There is a sacredness in tears. They are not the mark of weakness, but of power. They speak more eloquently than 10,000 tongues. They are the messengers of overwhelming grief, of deep contrition, and of unspeakable love. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Catanation Studios. I am Alex Catano, and joining me is Areli Santillan, a.k.a. Miss Loverling. Enjoy the show. My name is Areli Santillan. I am the owner of Miss Loverling, a uh, petite shop in Barrio Logan. I, um, I do have uh, different local artists and just in general, different artists. I try to expand now um, on the shop, but most of the stuff are emphasized within my art and my jewelry making. I want to know how did the name Miss Loverling come about? I have to say since the beginning, I'm going to disappoint you. There's so many questions that I have no answers for. Um, I'm the kind of person that everything has to have a meaning. I, I, even with animals, like I have an animal, I'll wait, a pet, I wait a week until I get to know the, their characteristics and the name comes in. Like my passwords have a meaning, this and the other. I cannot find where I found Miss Loverling for the life of me. I'm going to my books. Um, I like to read a lot. And one, some of my favorite books are those books that have a lot of stories of different things, different women, some of them scandalous women. And it's like strong woman that during that time wasn't coming. So I was like, okay, maybe I found that from there. So I went through all of those books. I can't find it. I don't know where it is. I don't know where I found it from. All I know is I'm Miss Loverling. Okay. (laughs) Share with us some of the art that you have done and just share with us some of the inspirations, some of the people that you saw at first that you got inspired by. I do a little bit of everything. Um, however, I focus more on mixed media. I just can't keep with one material. I have to have it all. So I'm what they call a maximist in every regard. So multimedia is the one style that I have found to fulfill almost a little bit of everything. Some people that... Every time I see something from them, it just inspires me, um, whether it correlates with my art style or not, simply just the desire they have and the determination would be for determination, Jasmine Puentes. I think her Instagram is Crystallized Bones. She is um, like my neighbor. She's always so focused on doing her art. She always prioritized um, that part of her that that has always pushed me to maintain myself a little bit on the line of what I need to do focus I love gothic vintage like Victorian styles like crimson peak the Hampton mansion like just the oddity side of the aesthetics Christine McConnell would be one of them Edgar Allan Poe Van Gogh uh, Frida who wouldn't it's easy to speculate my my style simply by the black walls. Do you yourself do any like clothing or jewelry at the moment? I do jewelry. However, I do not do clothing. It is something that I'm sure a bunch of people want to do. I just haven't found determination to be able to follow the pattern since it's, it is a hard 
I have this, um, they're like them stereotypical Mexican dolls at the shop. However, my shop is more on the oddity, whimsical side of it. Therefore, I handmade them like Victorian Baroque dresses. So that is the closest part of like embroidering. Like I make the two-headed teddy bears, the dresses, petite little things, but not real human's clothing. I know that you were in Barrio Logan. That's where we met at Water X. Being in Barrio Logan, have you learned from a lot of different cultures, a lot of different artists in that area? Like, what did you learn from being in Barrio? Barrio Logan is such a magical place. It's just beautiful. It's full of art. I don't think I have learned. I'm sure I have. Everyone learns something, even if it's from their own culture. I don't have anything specific that I, culture-wise that I know I have learned from here. But the thing that it's quite obvious the moment I got here that has have a big impact to me. It's the love people have, two things actually, the love people have for art is just magnificent. It's something that I haven't witnessed before in such a small area. Like It just feels like you're in a fantasy world. It's magical. Um, but the other thing would be their passion they have in general and everything. There I have met this little block um, people that are passionate for jewelry, like real passionate. People that are passionate about their paintings. People that are passionate about making sure the streets have trash cans. People that are passionate cleaning, like we're crying out loud. We have grandpas and grand and dads that on their weekends, you know, as we all grow older, there's very, very little free time it becomes a luxury and then we have much less energy and for us for me to see grandpas wake up in the morning on Saturdays and like clean with their own stuff like the block and like pick up the trash because we do not have that much city help so like just seeing the people from the block like being so passionate for the block is the main thing for me. As I was doing my research, I am aware that you were on skills paid bills last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know for a fact this isn't your first podcast. It's my second one, so that one's special too. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, being able to speak about your art and your shop, how does that been a way of like just kind of overcoming some shyness into the world? I don't think my shop brings anything new or special but I do think it represents me quite well I'm having a semi easy time talking right now and it's like ah, da, 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 da. and like because I also know you and like it's just easy and comfortable but when they go and see me at the store sometimes I'm like this if I'm after my energy drink or something you know but sometimes I'm just introvert quiet Areli, I feel like the store represents who I am internally. So like sometimes I might not be able to speak it, but my baby is who I am. So like, but you get to see who I am on this. So there's nothing special about the shop. Nothing, it does not bring anything new, but it is a clear representation of myself. So what was the inspiration of you saying, I want to open up a store and I want to start selling jewelry and artwork here. I have always said I wanted a store, but I never took it seriously. It was just one of those things that I always want to do everything. So I always wanted one. Um, just like how everyone wanted to be a model when they were a little kid, I'm sure. I started managing a shop in Old Town. Being able to have 
so much control in regards to not only the merchandise, but the kind of energy and customer service that I was able to give to the people, but not only to the people, but the employers, was something that I found fulfilling. I realized that it wasn't just a, oh, I want to have a store. And then I started talking with my family. And I remember quite well, one of them was like, Mama, it's always better to manage someone else's store. I was like, but it's not the same. Um, It's always better to manage someone's store. I kept going. I kept doing it. After their contract uh, needed to close, they chose not to keep the store. So I had to go to, I had to go to the other shop and I didn't went during that time. And that time I took a vacation because that was my baby. They closed my baby. So I needed a reset. I realized that I cannot stop it. I need my shop. I need it. I don't want it. I need it. During that time, I was already selling on La Pulga Flea Market. I remember a co-worker told me like, hey, I remember Logan had like studios during my time on the 60s. So I talked to Chris, which is during that time he was in my head. He was just the organizer of uh, La Pulga Flea Market. So I was like, hey, I heard then this. He, Chris was like, yeah. I am the one. So I basically had to put myself on a waiting list for the studios here in Logan. Uh, three months later, he text, he messaged me, hey, there are some studios. I came in. I checked them. I chose number 14. It's a small shop. It, however, there's also in my petite shops, there's a petite wall in the middle that separates a probably three feet wall, like room. And I always want to have a office. The office was like how I I made it. I felt like that was the one. It was the only one with an office. It was one that I, it wasn't the corner, so I knew it could be dangerous, but it's most people don't go to the last one. It may sound crazy, but it's just, it caught me. So that's just how it started. Given that you have been in this store for what, three years now, I just want to know what are some things you learn about owning a small business? It is Okay, (laughs) it's the stereotypical story of like, you don't want to work for someone, you don't want to work a nine to five, you want to have your own business to be free, and suddenly you're working 24-7. So it's necessary for you to be passionate about it, or else you just can't do it. It's so hard. I'm passionate, and I'm barely like able to like do all the stuff I need to do because it's a lot. Um, But I learned to be okay that my art is not for everyone, that my pieces are not for everyone, that it's okay. Just because someone is touching something and they put it back, it does not mean that you're a failure. That's the main thing as an artist. You should not take it personal because you have been there. You have picked up something and you know it's gorgeous or you know it's beautiful, you know you like it, you know they're talented, whatever you think it is, but it is simply not your aesthetic. You should always do 100% what you want to do for your art. But stop seeing what other people are posting on the social media, how fast they're doing it, what they're drawing, how they're like putting yourself like in comparison. Everyone's different. If you're just thinking of like, oh, sales or views, In that regard, I'm going to tell you, like, there is people for everything. There's people for every category, for every art style, for every, like, everything. So you are going to find your people as long as you, regardless how it is, as long as you maintain true to yourself. 
So just by that point itself, you need to maintain yourself. How do you continue to find work for you? How do you continue to find artists? How do you continue to work in a team? I think for me, it has just been meeting people, literally by meeting them, which for me, it's much more valuable because they may be less of them, but they all are have a story and a meeting or like, you know, like magic. I, some of them from Logan. Most of them I have met from here in Logan. I want to know any words of encouragement you give to any artists or any business owners in the future. Business-wise, don't follow advices from people that don't have a business. Artist-wise, don't follow advices from people that don't do paintings. Uh, because no matter how good their intentions might be, only you know better. Realistically speaking, you should go with the people that know the pattern. What? The other one, um, just be true to yourself and do art because you want to do art. Forget about societal norms. Forget about views, numbers. Like, if you focus on that, you're just going to be so stressed and so not happy. It's taking you from the art. So just do art to do art. Give it up for Adeli Santillan, everybody. This was such a fun interview to do, as well as every other interview. And Adeli, just know that I am here for you. I am here to help out the best way possible. And I'll start by telling people where to find your store. Find her store, 2185 Logan Avenue, number 14, San Diego, California, 92113. Her store, Miss Loverling, opens Saturdays 12 to 6 p.m., Sundays 12 4 p.m. That's going to be it for this special edition of Catanation Studios. Next week, Christina Juarez from Pishka Farm is coming to Catanation. We'll see you all next week. We are Catanation. Thank you all for listening to this Catanation Studios podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at WeAreCatanation. And to continue to listen to awesome podcasts like this one, go to wearecatanation.buzzsprout.com.